Well, I want them to leave with an I can do this, I can learn this attitude. And that, I think, goes back to being comfortable, what I had mentioned earlier, kind of being comfortable with not knowing, being comfortable with iteration, um, and, you know, just working through a process and hopefully at some point enjoying that work. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quaker Matters podcast. On today's episode, I am pleased to be joined by Carol Amarelli, who has been a trailblazer in the computer science space here at Friends and also teaches lower school math. Carol, how are you? Very well, thank you. I'm excited to talk about the lower school computer science program here at Wilmington Friends and just learn more about all that you do. Um, So my first question to you is, when did computer science and coding actually begin here at Wilmington Friends? Well, let's see. I started teaching coding about 20 years ago. However, it's my understanding that my predecessor actually did some uh, coding as well with basic pro- the basic programming language. So I would say several decades now. So why did you make that push to expand the computer science program here at Friends and really begin to get ahead of other schools at the time? Well, we had... Um, computer science and aspects of computer science happening across all three divisions. However, I would say that in about 2005, uh, what really kind of positioned us to grow K-12 is um, a document that was published by the Computer Science Teachers Association called the New Educational Imperative that really spoke about clarifying what is computer science, what isn't computer science, and distinguishing it from educational technology and information technology. As we talk about a variety of topics related to computer science today, our listeners might hear the term scratch, and they may or may not know what that means. Um, So before we dive too deep into computer science, could you just give our listeners a brief explanation of what that scratch programming is and looks like? Sure. Uh, Scratch is a graphical programming language um, that was developed by the Lifelong Kindergarten Group at the MIT Media Lab, um, actually under the direction of Dr. Mitch Resnick. And we beta tested Scratch in 2006, and we've been scratching ever since. And Scratch, I probably describe it as a low floor, high ceiling language. So we use it in our third, fourth, and fifth grade, but it can be used all the way up through the college level. And I'd say for us, it helps our kids move from being like users of technology to creators uh, of technology. Something that really jumps out to me when you gave me the initial overview of the computer science program was that this begins at kindergarten, right? And to me, that seems pretty groundbreaking, pretty influential for a five, six-year-old to begin this coding process at such a young age. What does coding look like for a five, six-year-old kindergarten student, and what ultimately can they accomplish? Well, I love to say to parents that I like to get them when they're young. So at this age, they don't really have a frame of reference. We put them in a situation where they're planning and thinking before executing. They learn early on. This is not a fast process. It's going to be iterative, unlike so many other things that are happening in their lives where everything's very instantaneous. And we're trying to develop a sense of uh, perseverance. 
um, that we want to develop, of course, in all of their all of the different subjects. I like to say also that I like to try to work on getting them comfortable being uncomfortable and really not knowing and taking risks. And that's something that starts in kindergarten, that, but that you know continues all through all of the grades. Um, a specific kindergarten example would be when we program um, a robot to go through a maze. So we have a 2D version of sort of the grid, and we write out the program. And then we input the program that we've decided um, in the, into the robot. And then we build the 3D, a 3D version of this maze, and the children can see it. And it's such an exciting moment for them to see how that has translated. Why do you think students are so motivated by this type of work, even at such a young age? Well, um, I would say for all of, all of my students, this would be true for. It's very empowering to, you know, to take a, a program, like, just like I described, in 2D, and then see it happen and be actualized in a 3D environment. So to you know, make calculations and be planning and then to see a robot actually respond to a program. I'm really curious as to how you help our new students, and in particular our new lower school students here at Friends, because let's just say they are a new third grader, right? They Chances are they haven't had the same access to computer science as they would have if they had started here at Friends in kindergarten. So I'm just curious as to how you help these new students catch up and really work them into the mix from a computer science standpoint? Well, it's very important for us to take care of our new students because my, you know, we want everyone to be connected and to learn and grow in, in computer science. So often what happens is we, I have them work a little bit in parallel. I'll want them to be working on foundational skills while maybe the rest of my class might be already starting a project. And then once they're at a certain level, then I'll reconnect them into the project. How important is it to connect what you are doing in the computer science classroom and lab to the lower school curriculum at large? Well, this actually reminds me of a quote that uh, from Dr. Uh, Mitch Resnick from the Lifelong Kindergarten Group at MIT, who's actually the developer, his group developed Scratch. Um, and his, one of his quotes is, learn to code, code to learn. So really using computer science as a vehicle to learn. Um, and I think that you know when kids see more connections to what they're learning and they see that learning in different, through different experiences. It's just more meaningful and it, and it sticks with them longer. How does computer science help students build on their math skills that they will be learning every day in the classroom? Well, we have deliberately um, designed our computer science curriculum to be, be very heavily math focused. So for example, um, kindergarten will explore non-standard measurement um, with their robots and code squares and look for patterns in code First graders work on maybe exploring numbers of combinations of programs that can be written with a certain number of um, functions. Second graders work on how to divide numbers into halves and quarters uh, when they're coding letters or different um, objects proportionally. Third graders code in their own multiplication games. Fourth graders will explore theor theoretical and experimental probability through um, Scratch, actually, and third graders also, that's through Scratch. And fifth graders will solve and code um, solutions to algebraic problems. So those are some like, examples of what using computer science as a uh, vehicle to apply math. Math then becomes more meaningful, purposeful, and almost playful. How valuable is partner programming for students in, in the computer science lab? 
Well, I think that uh, partner programming really trains children to learn how to listen to each other and learn to teach and to share their thinking. And also, you know, if children can explain their, th their thinking to other children, they're, you know, definitely learning um, in that process. And also, when you observe children in that situation, it gives us a little bit of an insight into how are they learning, where are their gaps, um, are they making assumptions that are correct or incorrect. And the idea of partner programming is really an example of um, a learning theory by Vygotsky, which just advocates cooperative learning and collaborative structures. As technology continues to evolve around us every day, how has the lower school computer science program at Friends evolved with this ever-changing technology? Well, <clears throat> technology is so vast. <clears throat> so we decided about 10 years or so ago to really divide our technology teaching. So the, our library, um, our lower school librarian and I sort of split um, the world of technology. Um, she works on a lot of research skills and innovative technologies that integrate with um, aspects of the curriculum. And I focus on um, mainly folk programming um, with math and science technology integration. After students graduate from lower school and transition to middle school, what do you hope they have learned from the computer science program? Well, I want them to leave with an I can do this, I can learn this attitude. And that, I think, goes back to being comfortable, what I had mentioned earlier, kind of being comfortable with not knowing, being comfortable with iteration, um, and, you know, just working through a process and hopefully at some point enjoying that work. What do you enjoy most about teaching here at Friends? I love that I can experiment with some new ideas, uh, ways to teach a concept or skill, work with new technologies in some innovative ways, and just sort of the um, intellectual freedom and space I'm being given as an educator to learn and work myself. And then my last question for you is, what do you want your legacy to be here? Or another way to sort of like reframe that is like, what do you hope students say about you after they have moved on from lower school? Well, I hope actually to contribute to a shared legacy and mission that not only that I have, but also my other lower school colleagues have. And that's to just try to help and contribute to create a generation of problem solvers and thinkers in, in our disciplines.